Tory announcing that off-leash dog parks in the city will once again be open, but some still unconvinced about the safety of the parks as evidence appears to be unclear amongst medical officials, vets, as to whether or not dogs can still transmit the virus to other animals or even back to humans. Let's welcome in our friend, Dr. Scott Bainbridge. Scott the Vet, he is the co-owner of Dundas West Animal Hospital here in Toronto, and he joins us on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Scott, good afternoon. Hey, Jeff. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for being here, as always. Uh, let's start, yeah, with the latest. Uh, what is the latest when it comes to dogs and COVID? Has there been any change? Well, I mean, we're, we're still the same scenario as we were from day one. We're, 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 we really don't have a lot of answers on it. We do know there has been two cases where um, uh, humans that were infected with COVID passed it to their dogs. The, the dogs never got sick. But the question is, can the dogs pass it back to people? And as far as we know, there have been zero cases where that's happened. And whether they can pass it between one another is still, we're not really sure. I also saw a headline uh, the other day that they're thinking dogs can detect COVID. Did you see that headline? That uh, Yeah, I mean, sense I mean of smell? It, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, there's dogs who can detect seizures coming on in children. There's dogs who can detect uh, cancers in people. So, I mean, dogs have some pretty unique senses that we're not aware of that. Uh, yeah, it w- that would not surprise me in the least. Just thinking, uh, no, it turns out I wasn't positive. I just had a treat in my pocket. (laughs) 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 All right. uh, Joking aside, though, the dog parks are open, but a lot of people are wondering whether or not uh, they and their dogs, will they be safe? Is it safe to return to uh, the dog park? I mean, like I said, there's there's been zero cases so far of of, a, of uh, a dog passing it to a human being, so I really don't think that's your biggest concern right now. Um, could your dog feasibly go up to an infected person in the park and they pet them, and then their their fur acts as a vector, and now you're you're bringing the virus home? That feasibly, I guess that's a possibility. We don't really know that. Um, having been Working in the vet clinic for the last couple of months, it was a concern for us and our staff, too, because we are still seeing essential service animals. And, you know, did someone just, you know, is someone positive and have they just coughed on their dog and now it's coming to the clinic and can we expose our, our staff to it? Um, our, our gut's telling us that's probably not a common way for it to happen, but y- you do want to be kind of uh, a little more careful. And I would probably say you, if you're social distancing with other people, you should be doing the same with their pets as well. That's my very next question for you, because that was, to me, what was the biggest concern is if somebody pets your dog and they've got COVID and it's in their fur, on their surface, uh, on the on the dog for, you know, who knows, days, uh, perhaps sure. uh, living there. I mean, you got to be concerned and worried about that. And when we talk about physical distancing, it's not only just for us humans, but if you're going back to the dog park, physical distancing should be for dogs as well. It's it's true, and I mean, it just might just have to be the new way. And I know that you know people who have dogs and people who go to dog parks—they're there because they they love animals, obviously, right? And it's pretty hard not to give someone's dog a pat when it comes up to your wagon his tail, right? But but again, I think for right now, we just have to kind of keep that boundary in place. So, yeah, that's what I was wondering because we've been talking about this when it comes to daycares uh, reopening, and is it possible to have physical distancing when you're dealing with five-year-olds? We all know well, what kids are yeah. like. No, yeah, and dogs aren't too concerned about COVID, right, kind of thing. So it's uh, it, it's it's hard to, to kind of keep these, these boundaries in place. Probably my biggest concern about dog parks isn't really you picking it up off of your, you know, some someone contaminating your dog and you getting it from your dog. I'm, I'm more worried about, like, high-touch surface areas. Like, dog parks all have gates that need to be opened and closed and everybody's handling them, right? So I think that's probably more likely where you would pick up an infection as opposed to getting it from an animal that's been touched by somebody else. So. 
Yeah, is that your number one recommendation for people wanting to go back to the dog park is take all of the adequate uh, protection uh, that, that you should be, and that includes a hand sanitizer? For such. sure, bring your bring your hand sanitizer with you. And, and I think, too, I think people have to realize that vets are, are really taxed right now because we've just come out of two months of, you know, only being able to do essential services. So our, our hostels now are really, really backlogged. We have all these animals that are due for annuals to come in, vaccines, um, and we've got to kind of get through those. So my worry is with the dog parks opening up, like do- dog parks to me mean, you know, fights, bites, injuries, and passing infection back and forth to one another. And we're trying to do our best right now to to limit people's visits to vet clinics by, you know, having telemedicine appointments and having free delivery and stuff like that. So my worry is with the parks opening up, not so much about COVID, it's more about your animals getting injured and then having to use that services that are already very overtaxed right now. Yeah, you know, Scott, that's such an excellent point and one that had not occurred to me and I'm sure a lot of other dog and animal lovers uh, out there because we've talked throughout this entire pandemic about not overtaxing our healthcare system and that's why social and physical distancing, distancing and isolation has been of the utmost importance. For sure. But you're absolutely right. We don't want to see our uh, vets and our vet hospitals overtaxed either. Oh, no. And I mean, I got to tell you, I feel like we're doing twice the amount of work and it's taking us twice as long to do it. Like, like things are so complicated right now with curbside drop-off that you can't really move efficiently when you're trying to deal with sick animals right now. So things are, you know, things are, are, are slowed down. And so we, we're doing our best trying to get caught up, but it, it's challenging for us right now. Yeah. What is it like as uh, you're starting to see a reopening of the economy? And amongst that, of course, is vet services uh, reopening. How's that been going for you and your colleagues? I, I mean, it, it's tough. It's probably the worst possible time of the year for us because in the spring is when we do a majority of our uh, of our business and our annuals with dogs, especially because that's when everyone kind of times their, their rabies vaccine. They they want to get their uh, their blood test done for the spring. They want to get their t- flea and t- uh, tick prevention. So we do a ton, a ton of appointments this time of year. So for this to happen and then all those essential services have to be kind of like uh, put on hold for a bit. Now we're trying to reopen up again and trying to get everybody caught up. Like everyone starts their their hardware medications on June the 1st and that's like, you know, 10 days away. And here we are trying to get all these uh, all these people um, looked after in time. So, yeah. So you're essentially like many other businesses just playing catch up. Yeah, we're scrambling for sure, you know, and it's going to be it's going to be a while. I mean, we'll 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 get through it for sure. And we're trying to come up with uh of ways to kind of, you know, do this as efficiently as possible, but then at the same time we don't want high volumes of people showing up at vet clinics right now because we're trying to keep it with the uh, you know, the suggestions of the province at this point. So Absolutely. Well, we'll let you get back at it. You're a busy guy. Thanks for carving out some time for us. Appreciate it as always. Okay, Jeff, thanks for having me.